You're listening to Death of the Reader. I'm your host, Herds, bringing you the next chapter in review season. Today's entry holds a place near and dear to my heart, a collection of stories inspired by the greatest detective of all time. It is, of course, Sherlock in Shanghai by Chinese murder mystery author Cheng Chao King. This novel marked our own entry into Eastern detective fiction proper and represents a milestone both for ourselves on the show and for the murder mystery scene in China. Chow King wrote this series after years of translating foreign crime fiction stories, which is a genre that, that didn't exist in China at the, at the time of his translations. And his passion for them drove him to attempt to localize these stories using his own characters and scenarios, with the Sherlockian Huo Sang and the Watsonian Bao Lang leading this charge. The stories themselves follow the tenets of a Sherlock murder mystery almost to a T, with the Watson narrating, disguises galore, and even the thrilling chase scenes we would expect from the greatest detective of all time. This novel is taking the 14th place for our 2020 ranking, and I ask you to hear its merits and its woes in equal measure. Sherlock in Shanghai is delivered in anthology form, with eight classically styled stories ranging from petty burglary to kidnapping to ghost stories. This book is all over the place in terms of tone and substance, reflective of the experimental approach of the author. As we dance from story to story, tackling both the mundane and the extraordinary, Xiao King always has something he's trying to tell us, and this is the greatest strength of these short stories. Uh, when writing the mysteries, they are every one of them designed to teach the reader a lesson. These lessons include uh, things such as a second opinion can see the obvious solution that you've missed, which is presented to us in the examination paper, which is a, a story of Bao Lang losing his own exam paper at school and spending the entirety of the short story trying to puzzle out who has taken it, who's trying to cheat him. Uh, through this, we use the traditional mystery criteria of who, how, and why to show off Huo Sang's detective skills and to teach us how to approach a simple problem in Chao King's stories. Another lesson is simply, we shouldn't judge someone based on appearances, which is taught to us through the odd tenant, a story of an odd tenant who seems to have their life completely backwards and upside down until Huo Sang systematically debunks all misgivings about him. As you can tell, these lessons surely were not complicated, but they were penned at a time where Chao King was worried that China's mistrust of the outside world was reaching a peak. Uh, truthfully, these stories are an attempt at teaching an entire cultural society to rethink their most basic instincts and to challenge their cultural heritage. These lessons really are the heart of the stories, and it would be remiss to judge this book without acknowledging their immense cultural and historical value. In our Murder Mystery World Tour... We always try to highlight texts of value like this one. However, when reading Cheng Chao King's Sherlock in Shanghai, I felt as though there was something missing, some uh, je ne sais quoi. The texts are, by all accounts, derivative, intentionally pulling stories beat by beat and character by character from Sir Arthur Conan Doyle's writings. As such, it is difficult to recommend someone in the 21st century to read them wholesale, unless they are, like us, looking for specific moments of inspiration across culture. As an artifact of its time, I enjoyed analyzing it and deconstructing it, but from another standpoint, the stories simply aren't that original or as entertaining as their British counterparts. I felt that the works of Akeshi Kogoro were a better example of cross-cultural pollination in the detective fiction sphere. 
Another nitpick, and it is a small one, lies in the tiles of the stories. When you pick up a short story called The Other Photograph, for example, you have to bet that there will in fact be another photograph and that will prove instrumental to the solution of the case. Uh, in terms of mystery construction, Cheng Xiaoqing falls behind the works he's attempted to reproduce, using tropes from other authors and solutions that don't quite fit as well with his own culture. Overall, I would recommend giving Sherlock in Shanghai a quick read if you're following our world tour, or if you're simply interested in how cultures can cross-pollinate from across the world. The stories are entertaining enough, and Huo Sang is certainly an admirable character, but the stories by the end lack an individual identity that would otherwise elevate them. Chow King should be admired for using the medium of murder mystery, uh, which is a genre designed for the reader to question what they're being told and to uncover their own truths as a way of questioning the core values and worldviews of his own readers. This is an admirable attempt to influence societal change, and I hope that you'll find it at the University of Hawaii Press, where it was translated by Timothy C. Wong. This is review season on Death of the Reader, and thank you for tuning in. Stay with us and let us know what you think of this year's rankings at Flex and Herds on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. This is 2SCR 107.3.